Welcome to Hustle and Pro Season 2, talking sports in Frisco from youth to pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Welcome to this episode of Hustle and Pro. So today I felt a little bit of sports pain from some of the sports that I've been playing this summer and trying to nurse an ankle injury that you've probably heard me talk about. So we're going to talk about that today. We have Andre and April Patterson here to talk with us. Hi guys, how are y'all? Doing good. Hi. How about yourself? Wonderful. I'm great. I'm great. It's Friday. Yes. <laughs> All right. So first I want to know a little bit about your connection to sports and uh, let's see, who would you say is your favorite athlete? Oh man, um, I, you know, this might be controversial these days, but one of my favorite athletes is LeBron James. Um, He's yeah, awesome. awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> controversial. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> sure. But, but yeah, that's, that's a good common answer. So then what are your favorite sports? Uh, so I'd say basketball is by far probably my my favorite. Um, we're a martial artist family, ah. so of course you know I I, yeah, I love the the you know uh, ground and pound UFC right. Um, you know these days we're so busy we don't get a chance to watch as much, but no. I tend to watch the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say you're a martial arts family, you did you participate when you were younger in that, or is that something like we your participate children? now? Currently, yeah, we're all. <laughs> Taekwondo black belts, except for the three-year-old. Not yet. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and hopefully we'll be testing for our second dance soon. Wow, yeah. out of the blue. I would have never thought. <laughs> I mean, you know. I, we clean up well. Well, ta- <laughs> I guess we're always hurt, though. No. Taekwondo just isn't my top of mind, like, mainstream guess of, you know, what's happening in sports because it's not my yeah. my lane. Mm-hmm. But that's awesome. It's fascinating to me. Man, we need another episode on Taekwondo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll do that next time. Sure. Um, so one more quick hit, too. So then, oh, I bet I can guess this. What's your favorite sports movie? Oh, man. You're going to say Karate Kid, aren't you? Uh, well, actually, now that you say that, I've been watching Cobra Kai a ah. lot lately. So I don't know if it's my favorite sports movie. It's a classic. Um, but right now, Cobra Kai has been awesome. It's been a continuation of the story, and I think it's been great. So okay. it's, it's awesome. Yeah, okay, yeah. I love it. All right, so tell me, um, in addition to that, you know, that background, um, what is your background? What's your story? And it'll, that'll lead us also into telling us, like, talking about pain and, and kind of pain management today. Sure, sure. No, um, uh, basically, I grew up in the area. I grew up in, in the Dallas area, of course, just like many people in Texas. I played football, <laughs> right? So that was kind of my, my intro to, to sports. My wife, on the other hand, is much more ingrained in sports. Yeah, I've I've played sports since the age of four or five. What played sports? Softball, and then um, in middle school, I added volleyball and basketball. Actually, I'm sorry, I played basketball since I was five as well. So, uh, volleyball, basketball, softball, and then I power lift in my senior year of high school. And now I'm a martial artist because <laughs> I like torturing my body. Okay, no. <laughs> that's awesome. You had me at softball and basketball and volleyball, those sports, yeah. but I cannot say the powerlifting part. So yeah, that's awesome. I, I only did it for a year, but I got pretty pretty far in yeah. um, when I competed in high school. I yeah. bet you learned a ton about that. I yeah. did. I did, and I loved the way it made me feel in some way. I love the way that like I felt strong. You know, but it was it was kind of rough on the body. It was the first time where I started to really feel like the aches and pains without sure. when you don't know proper maintenance, you know, when you're lifting like that, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah, it seems like it would be rough on the body. Mm-hmm. One, of, one of those on one the, of the knees many. Yeah. on the knees for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
So then fast forward to now, you know, adult yeah. life and we're here in Frisco. And I know you guys are small business owners. We are. So yeah. tell me about, about that journey. Yeah. So as a family, uh, we've been entrepreneurial uh, as long as I can remember. It started with my mother, right? So my mother owned our own marketing advertising business for 25 years. Um, what actually brought her to Frisco was uh, she opened up a math and reading learning center uh, 15 years ago. Um, and so, you know, we all participated in that. We opened up one in, in Austin where my wife ran that one. Um, and then uh, we, you know, got into all sorts of different businesses. And one of those we got introduced to um, the health and wellness side of the, the house with red light therapy. Yeah. And, um, you know, we had a close friend of ours that was a huge pain sufferer. She was dealing with a chronic illness. And she exposed us to it because a friend of hers was um, being propositioned by a company to, to endorse it. Actually, he's a local uh, professional athlete. Huh? Um, and uh, she had, um, you know, she was very close friends with his wife. She got exposed to the red light uh, bed and completely changed her life. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got exposed to that. Okay, and I've heard some of these stories mm-hmm. about this type of I don't know if the word's treatment or modality. therapy. Modality. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I didn't even know that word. Um, and I've personally experienced it and, and heard about it. And then most, most recently, just in the last few years, with different injuries, you know, playing softball and all sure. the different things I do, and my husband does um, playing soccer, we get hurt a lot. And we, as we get older, we're recovering slower and maybe not recovering. And it's definitely changed, you know, recovery times for us. Sure. So. So um, that's how you and I know each other is is this red light therapy bed, right? Right. Um, but the technical term for it is photobiomodulation. That's right. Did I say that right? You got it spot on. Okay. Yeah. PBM? PBM. P- PBM or PBMT. Yep. PBM. All right. So you can articulate that better than me. That is your business. So what is <laughs> yes. photobiomodulation? So actually, photobiomodulation is the technical term that they're using today, but it's a technology that's actually been around for... 50 years. It's gone by different names in the past. Uh, Cold laser, cold laser therapy, uh, low-level laser or low-level light therapy is also other other terms for it, or simply red light, red light therapy. And quite simply, what they found is is that light within a certain frequency um, actually, instead of damaging ourselves, serves as a catalyst to ourselves to heal themselves, right? And so not to get too geeky with it, but what they realize is when our cells are exposed to you know, certain frequencies, in particular 600 to 880 nanometers, right? That's the range that we're talking about. Um, ATP, right? So the energy you know, source of our cells goes way up. Oxidative stress, which is the damaging aspects of aging, so to speak, goes way down. And so then our cells are able to heal themselves. And so what that means is, is inflammation goes way down, pain goes way down, and once that, those aspects or those conditions goes way down, now the cells have the ability to really uh, perform the way they were designed to perform. Like right? repair and re- replenish. And That's exactly to right. To get back to what they, the way they should be. That's right. Performing. That's right. That's exactly right. So you mentioned this isn't new. Like, and it's newish to people like me, but um, so it's, and it's kind of a mainstream thing, right? Like in, in uh, Canada and the UK. Internationally, it's very popular. Uh, I remember when we were start, you know, starting to do um, our research, um, again, I hadn't heard of it. I went to PubMed.gov, which is the National Institute of Health's website, typed in photobiomodulation and found 
thousands of white papers. And so I knew friends, you know, you know around the world. I started just throwing it out there and say, have you heard of red light therapy? And they would laugh at me and they would say, yeah, we've been doing this a really long time. I uh, don't know why it's taking you guys so long <laughs> where, to find out. Where have you been, right? <laughs> right, exactly. So apparently we like our pills here in America is what they would say. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, that is a major problem yeah. in Absolutely. our in our kind of culture of of sports and just injuries and going to the doctor, going Absolutely. to the ER. Mm-hmm. You oftentimes leave with, with a prescription, and that might not fix your problem. It masks your problem. That's exactly right. And then right. you might be reliant on opioids or whatever it is that sort of masked that that problem that you didn't get to the root of. But I've also heard that um, red light therapy can also like heal wounds and regenerate kind of skin issues and things like that. So I don't know, give me kind of a laundry list. Like why do so many people use this? Yeah, you, I mean, you actually bring up a great point, Kelly. The application is far ranging because remember, this is impacting you at the cellular level, right? And so once the mitochondria is revved up, you got the energy um, revved up, and the damage that's happening against your, uh, your cells with oxidative stress goes way down, the applications are widespread now. So some of the things that people use it for on the skin level are things like increased collagen or reduction of scarring, right? Because mm-hmm. now these cells are optimal, right? And so now they're, they're healing and repairing the way they're designed to repair. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that also means that people that are suffering from, say, chronic illnesses, um, like um, autoimmune disorders and that uh, result in a lot of inflammation, mm-hmm. inflammation is a natural byproduct, right? It's a, it's a part of the process or the disease process of cells. Well, it's also painful, right? And it also causes a lot of other challenges. Well, if you're able to reduce that and reduce the, the cells uh, being attacked, they're able to do what they were designed to do, right? And so we have people coming to us to obviously reduce pain. That's in the name of our business. Like, like back pain? Is that back a big pain, one? All kinds of things. Um, knee, knee pain is another one that people mm-hmm. come to us often, yeah. right? Like torn meniscus or, like you know. too much powerlifting in high school. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Frozen yes. shoulder is another one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just literally this morning talking to a friend who has, she said, ah, frozen shoulder now. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that term until today. It's funny you say that. It's, it's, it's across the board. It definitely is across the board as far as joint, anything having to do with joints, uh, edema, or having to do with tissue, like tissue mm-hmm. damage, um, torn muscles, especially elite athletes are definitely uh, leveraging. I know the Olympians made it a big deal uh, in 2016 for their sprinters because mm-hmm. what they used to say is, you know, recovery from, say, a hamstring pull, would take a week, week and a half, if not longer, right? And so those are all the different examples of how it was being applied. Now, um, you're also seeing it being applied from uh, a TBI perspective, so traumatic brain injuries, mm. concussions, oh, really? cognitive. I, I chuckle because these days, I don't know if you've been seeing these, uh, these laser helmets or laser hats for regrowing hair. Um, like I Bosley has one. Well, I've heard of that, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't specifically know that, like, application of it. Yeah. And so the reason why I chuckle is because the that was a byproduct of them using the helmet to address TBIs. Huh. When they were doing their analysis and, and their case studies on using red light therapy, right, to address, you know, traumatic brain injuries, they noticed that hair was being regrown. So now they're like, oh, we should market this as a product. Why not? <laughs> you see the hair Wait. helmets all the time. Yeah. yeah. That's so, cool. And they do work. They, they definitely work, well, but that wasn't the initial reason for it. Can you give your personal testimony about your dad? Can we? 
Sure, go. Yeah. You want to do it. Well, you did now. <laughs> well, his father has been bald for what, like, over twenty-seven years, probably oh, yeah. longer. Thirty years. Thirty most, years, yeah. and his hair just doesn't grow. But you know, he he gets in the bed often, and he noticed a little stubble starting to come back. Oh. He noticed he had to start shaving Started again because he's again. yeah, he's yeah. getting fuzzies everywhere. I love hearing those personal stories and connections. April, what about you? What made you interested in um, this as a part of the family business? Well, one of the ways I was really sold into finding more holistic ways of healing was um, because I suffer from a condition called VCD, which is vocal cord dysfunction. And in some of the symptoms are just hoarseness, always coughing. And always when I have flare-ups, it feels like I'm having asthma attacks. Only my oxygen levels are, are great. So I, you know, I would go to doctors and, of course, get misdiagnosed and I've gotten pills and steroids and all kinds of things thrown at me, asthma pumps, and, and nothing was happening. So um, I just started realizing that there were just more, you know, I started investigating more holistic ways of just treating myself. And uh, one of the ways I did that was changing my diet, taking dairy out, and then light therapy, just finding things that my body, I can treat my body well enough for it to heal itself. Yeah, letting your body do the natural work. Right, inside. right. And it was so much better than pills and you know steroids or whatever it was getting thrown at me it was it was wonderful I, I haven't really had a flare-up since we've changed my way of living I love that that's great so we have talked about not only that then skin issues and hair regrowth and scalp traumatic brain injury knee back pain I have an ankle injury and I have had um, red light therapy done on my ankle specifically with like a handheld item and I've also laid in the therapy bed so I'm curious what you guys are seeing and if that's common that you use both kinds of applications of red light therapy and, and for which kinds of injuries are best. Very common as a matter of fact one of our most popular packages is a combo package where we have uh, clients that want to do both the bed as well as the probe. So yes, the probe is targeted, uh, but it's concentrated, which means that one treatment from the probe is like four trips to the bed, right? Oh, okay. But it's for a specific area, right? Um, and so people will come to us to address like an ankle or a knee or, you know, shoulder, um, neck. But of course, they want the, the treatment for the whole body, <laughs> right? Um, for, for the universal effects, just you know, for the for the body as a whole. And so um, the probe is actually probably one of the oldest form factors of red light. So people that have been exposed to it um, in the medical field in particular or in, or in the health and wellness, chiropractors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them are, are starting to use red light um, as a part of, you know, an additional modality as far as a part of their services. Uh, believe it or not, some of the biggest believers of red light therapy, especially when you're talking about the probe, are veterinarians. Um, oh. Yep. When I went to the training uh, for red light therapy, when Dr. James Carroll, who's very famous in, in the industry, uh, came to give his training, there was maybe a hundred of us there. I'd say 70, 70 of them there were vets. Wow. And they weren't there to be convinced. They knew it worked. It was, they were there to be trained on the technology because from their perspective with animals, there's no placebo effect. Right? Yeah. Either it works or it doesn't, right. right? And they were convinced time and time again, this works, right? And so that's where the, a lot of the probes were, were being used. You're also starting to see, uh, uh, you know, it used in dentistry as well as orthodontics hmm. as well. I know there was one practice here in the DFW area, I wish I had his name at hand, but 
he has a whole laundry list of, of studies where they were using mouth guards uh, that were doing red light therapy for five minutes where it was significantly speeding up braces, right? Wow. How long you had to have them on. And wow. so he would have like prognosis, initial prognosis of 17 months down to five months. Wow. Or, you know, you know, 20 months down to, you know, eight months. And laundry, you just keep scrolling. And there was just study after study after study where wow, all these clients. so many different ways to use it. I didn't know many of those. Absolutely. Yeah. So you talked about like a combo package and we talked about the probe and the light. So, um, I just kind of want people to understand like what we're even talking about. So sure. first of all, we're talking about your business, which is escape pain. And that's with an X. That's and if right. you're listening to this, it'll be, it'll be on the, on the podcast. You can check it out, but we'll also tell you how, but so when you walk in to somewhere like escape pain, you, you get a choice if you want to do that full bed experience or the probe experience. So that's like, right. I know maybe this isn't how you tell everybody, but like the bed looks and kind of feels like a tanning bed. It looks just like a tanning bed. People like me who, I hate to admit it, but used to lay in tanning beds when I was like (laughs) young and didn't know that you're not supposed (laughs) to All the other damage that goes with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of nice laying in there Mm -hmm. Um, as a busy mom. It's like a, Mm -hmm. it's like a treat. It's a reprieve. (laughs) To lay lay in in a quiet warm room by myself with nothing, no distractions. It's like a day at the spa. But it's also nice laying there knowing this is not damaging. You know, this is not giving me skin cancer. This is all good. That low light level, um, you know, giving you all the benefits. And so you lay there and it's actually like, you know, you feel better. And you kind of leave with like a sense of like a renewed energy, right? Because you just sort of got this little burst of energy. So what's the typical length of minutes that you're in the bed? 15 minutes. So 15 minutes is what we, uh, you know, settled on. Um, maximum is 20 minutes, but everyone is good to go at, at 15. Uh, I will say when you look online, it ranges, right, from 8 to 12 minutes sometimes is what they'll, they'll call out. But mm-hmm. we feel like 15 minutes, everyone walks away feeling, feeling really, really good. Yeah. So I mentioned that it kind of looks like a tanning bed, right? Yeah. Um, so my experience um, was my first time laying in that bed, you know, I didn't know what to expect, but, uh, Sierra works Mm -hmm. there. Um, and she gave me the rundown, but what's cool is that like, she gave, she gave me the instructions and and set me up and everything is, um, sanitized and wiped and cleaned and ready to go. There are some optional like eye coverings if you want to use them, but she also explained that you don't have to, which is awesome knowing that, oh my gosh, if that rolls off or falls off, I'm not going to go blind if I open my eyes. (laughs) Right. You can even look at your phone if you want, right? All that (laughs) stuff. But, um, but she gives you the rundown. She even helped me get a fan going on me so that I wasn't leaving there gross and sweaty, you know, that kind of thing. Sure. But, um, she even sets the timer and turns it on. Yeah. So it's like, I don't even have to mess it. Like I worry about messing it up. You just let, you just hop in and she goes back to the front desk and does it all remotely from there. it turns on by itself yeah. and turns off by itself. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. I like that. Because yeah. that, that's the kind of stuff that stresses me out. I don't want to be laying there thinking, oh my God, have I been in here 30 minutes already? What's happening? <laughs> did yeah. I push the button? Right. Not? Yeah, am I cooking? Yeah. Did I, set, <laughs> did I set this wrong? What did she say about that? So I, I, you know, that's the weird things that go through my mind. But yeah, Sierra and um, Serene. Yep. Serene is our, is our other employee yeah. as well. They're both phenomenal. We get uh, great reviews from everyone. They're very sweet. Uh, at the end of the day, what we really care about is um, making sure people feel good, yeah. right? I mean, yes, we know the long-term effects are awesome, but in reality, like you just stated, I mean, uh, we really focused on 
addressing the everyday person. Yes, people that are elite athletes benefit greatly, and we have a few of them that come. But in reality, we have people from all sorts of walks of life come, right? Normal people yep. that feel normal pain every day, like we do. Absolutely. So uh, I'm curious. You mentioned, like, elite athletes and everyday people. I'm curious, like, what – can you kind of give us some examples of, like, success stories that you've yeah. seen? I mean, I know you told us about your, your father, right? But, yeah. like – um, I don't know. What are some of the other examples? I'm always fascinated by hearing what, what was wrong with somebody on day one and then how did they come out of it and like what did they, how did it help them? Well, we have, we have a number of success, success stories. I'll keep it within the context of athletics. Uh, so we do have elite athletes that are, um, you know, power, power lifters, like, mm-hmm. you know, like my wife had mentioned, um, on a whole nother level. I'll give you one in particular. This woman, um, Definitely, you know, she's the type that, that lives in the gym. You call him uh, a gym rat. Yeah, right? yeah. Definitely a gym rat. And she had so much pain in her shoulders that she was having to sleep in the bed for two years with her arms on pillows because she couldn't let her arms mm, go down. She couldn't, like, relax. No, not at all. And, it, of course, the prognosis was she had to get surgery. But she didn't want to do surgery because she couldn't work out. Well, who, no, yeah, I mean, nobody wants to have downtime. If you're, <laughs> right. act, if you're active, that's hard. Absolutely. She was getting 12 uh, saline shots in her left shoulder, 14 saline shots in her right shoulder every month. Mm. She did cupping. She did all sorts of modalities to try to alleviate the, the pain. Um, we did one treatment from the, from the probe, one treatment. She was without pain for four days. From one treatment? One treatment wow. for four days, wow. right? Now, to put that in context, even when she would get the saline shots, it would take her pain level from a nine to like maybe a four or five. With this, she probably had pain alleviation. Uh, this is you know from her, her lips, uh, going from a nine down to a three to two that night. Wow. And then the next night down to one zero. Wow. Yes. So, I mean, that goes back to the whole notion of like this red light therapy, photobiomodulation, right? Isn't just a pain relief band-aid. It's actually a healer, right? So it actually repairs some of these damaged cells. That's a great call out. And the other thing is there are no known side effects. So it is a great, I mean, they've they've actually had a lot of studies recently uh, where, you know, oral mucositis is a common byproduct for cancer patients, right? And so oral mucositis is where their body stops producing mucus, mm. but that ends in ulcers and sores. Yes, and yes. Uh-huh. That's why a lot of them you'll see, you know, yep. dried lips. And depending on what treatment they're getting, some of them, they're 100% guaranteed to get oral mucositis. Well, they were using red light therapy to heal those wounds, Right, not just reduce the pain because obviously the pain was one thing, but you would have these sores that would stay open. Diabetic ulcers is another one where they would not close up. I would, I'd like to reiterate this: it's not the red light that actually does the healing, right? It's your body that's doing it. Oh, okay. All the red light's doing is a catalyst, right? So triggering, turning your body on to do what it was designed to do to begin with. So that's that's the cool thing about it is. Again, they can't explain why our bodies react this way. They just know that this happens. They just know that this is the phenomenon that our cells react to these frequencies of light, right? And Mm -hmm. they can get really technical when explaining that, but then you're saying, but why? You already (laughs) lost me at the 600 to 800 nanometers. (laughs) I do want to say that we we oftentimes say red light, 
but it's actually two frequencies, and that's why I mentioned the 600 and 800 nanometers. Mm. It's red light, which is the visible part. That's why you always see the red, okay. right? But it's also near-infrared, which is the 800 nanometer, which is invisible. Oh. And the reason why I mention that is this is different than infrared sauna, right? So when people say, you know, like, like I know a lot of med spas yep. have infrared saunas. Yep, I've sat in those before. Yep, yeah. and so those get a little higher in the frequency where that's actually in reference to far infrared. That's when you start generating heat. So that's why the term cold laser was being applied to this a lot, right? So it's cold laser because it's not heat generating. It's right on the cusp where, you know, it's on that light frequency where it's not, you know, generating that heat. And so there's, there's benefits to infrared saunas. It's just very different than what we're doing. And that second type of laser you talked about, it doesn't damage you. Because somebody like me is like, uh-oh, is that the kind you can't see that it's scary like are we back to the uv and all that stuff the dangerous stuff so we right. know this has been around long enough where we know it's safe it is very safe yeah um there's very very few contraindications that are related to near infrared right um you know again device matters how it's applied matters where it applies matters as well but at the end of the day um you know the areas that we like to stay away from are if you're pregnant Mm -hmm. We won't let you get in the light bed. It's not because there's, you know, potential damage. It's just there's no studies been done on that. And no one wants to take that risk mm -mm. of putting a pregnant woman mm -mm. there. However, um, using the probe on uh, pregnant women is great for specific areas. Sure. We just like to stay away from the fetus. Yeah. Right? So ankles, swollen ankles, right? You know, damaged shoulders or, or you know, you know uh, backs are hurting. Probes are great for that, right? Cool. And so yeah. that's, that's one. Um, and the other one is... Uh, we like to stay away from injection sites from steroids, mm. right? So anything that has a potential adverse effect or uh, result from increased circulation, that's, that's really where we like to, like to make sure we're, we're cautious. Okay. That's fascinating, all of the different uses or, I don't know, applications and applications ways that. that you've seen your clients escape pain, like heal. Yes. It's so cool. Um, and yeah. how long have you guys been there? Mm, man, uh, so we, I guess it's coming up on two years. Okay. Yeah, we were officially supposed to have our ribbon cutting in March. Uh, unfortunately, this uh, life, <laughs> pandemic related to COVID changed in kicked March. us in the teeth. Yeah, <laughs> so, but you're open. You're up. Yep. You're fully open, up and fully running. Open. And, you know, um, I mentioned it's it's one of those places that you make your reservation, you book your online, and you go in, and there's one, typically like a singular person helping you, getting you into your own private room, you're in and out. That's right. 15, 20 minutes. Like it's a pretty easy thing to happen or to go through an experience even yeah. right now when things are not at full speed, right? <laughs> That's right. The only thing we changed really once we reopened up uh, is the hours. So before we were open up a little bit longer. Now it's just Monday through Saturday, nine to two. We also have an oxygen bar. So that brings in a different group where we have some people that literally all are about the the, you know, they, they pop in, hey, I need to go and get a fix real quick on this oxygen bar and, and get out. There was someone doing that when I was in there last week, and I said, how is it? How is it? And she said, oh, it's yeah. great. Try this one, you know. <laughs> so I will. I will They have different that. flavors. Yeah. yeah. We, we basically, it's a combination of oxygen and aromatherapy. Yeah. Right? And so it's, yes, yeah, uh, aromatherapy, infused oxygen, and people come in, and depending on what they're looking for, so... Um, you know, those that I know there's big proponents of essential oils mm -hmm. and that's what we use. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, at a, you know, depending on what you're addressing, we had some people that come to us that are suffering from allergies or a headache. 
Others, you know, they're looking just for a pleasant, you know, pleasant, you know, uh, relaxing. scent, relaxing uh, scent. And so when we combine that with red light therapy, so again, one of the, the byproducts of red light therapy is increased circulation. So we have people that do the red light bed, and then they'll go to the oxygen bar. So now their blood is flowing, and they've got oxygenated blood that's flowing even better, right? Wow, okay. And so, yeah, that's why we kind of combine the, the Good the layered layering on each other. Okay, so then tell people who haven't been there yet to escape pain where they can find you physically and, and find out more about you online. Sure. We're at the northeast corner of Maine and Teal. Um, I know everyone feels ashamed when I use this as a reference, but if you know where Hertz Donuts is, oh yeah, you can see us when you as soon as you walk out our door, Hertz Donuts is to the right. <laughs> yep. So, it's a you know we have yeah they're they're great and so that's where we're located. As far as online, you can go to www.escapepain.com. So that, again, that's x s c a p e pain.com. Um, we're on all the social media platforms as Escape Pain, so you can always find us there. Um, you can call us, you can text our business line at uh, area code 972-528-7033. But the easiest way, I always tell people, if you're interested in a free light bed session, right, or free light therapy session, mm -hmm. is text light me up to that phone number. Light me up. Yep, light me up. No, no spaces. Just say light me up. To the 972 number? Mm -hmm. What was it? 972-528-7033. Awesome. I'll put that in the show notes for everybody listening, too, if you guys want to go back and check it out. Yep. Well, Andre and April, thank you guys so much for popping in the studio today and teaching me a little bit about learning a, a new big word, photobiomodulation. Yeah. Oh, so you got that. Really it's like I, I can roll it, <laughs> it off the rolls tongue. Off the tongue. I got it now, now that we've, <laughs> we've talked about it for 20 minutes. Right. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, Andre. Have a good rest of your Friday. Sure, you too. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Hustle & Pro. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, and we will see you next week. <laughs>